Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined here today, as always, by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello everybody. And I said here, but he's not technically here here. He's in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm in the wonderful state of South Dakota. And we are actually really curious about where all of you are from. If you're from one of those states or a different state, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com and let us know where you're from. Also, our inbox is probably still smoking from all the emails we got on Wednesday. So, you know, maybe maybe a day is long enough for it to cool down to not uh, start blowing up again. But um, today is also Discussion Topic Friday, and we always like to hear new topic ideas from you, the audience. This is kind of your chance to steer the show for the day, Um, and anytime we get uh, discussion topic requests from the audience or a question or what have you, this is usually the episode that we uh, voice our opinions, perspectives, and biblical studies on that topic or question or whatever it is. So send us an email with your topic idea. If you have a question or something you'd like us to discover, discover, discuss. There it is. Words are hard. Um, Also join our newsletter, trdshow.net slash newsletter. Again, that's T-R-D show, as in the reformed dissenters. First letter from each of those words, the reformed dissenters, trdshow.net. It's also behind me, you know, at the bottom of this shield right here. So you can check that out. If you're watching, it's up on the screen. Oh, Jake. Oh, Jake has his there. It is there. Look at that. That's so cool. And our podcast listeners are so confused, but that's okay. They're used to it by now. (laughs) All right. So also, uh, we're going to be in Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. We've talked about this a lot on the show. So if you haven't bought tickets already, I mean, come on. Come on. You got no excuse now. FLFnetwork.com slash Knoxville 2022. We'd love to meet you in person at that conference, uh, October 6th through the 8th. Go to that website. Check it out. We'd love to meet you there. And there's all sorts of incredible speakers that you definitely don't want to um, miss the opportunity to meet in person as well, who are way better than us. So they're going to be there too. <laughs> all right. So with that, um, our discussion today is part two of the discussion we started last week. Um, and last week we discussed... Um, what was it? Self-reliance versus isolationism. isolationism. Yeah. And so this week we are taking the other side of that spectrum and we're discussing community versus socialism. What's the difference between the two? Uh, defining each of them. And then, of course, what does the Bible say about that? And what is a practical application for us to apply that today or next week? Since it is the weekend, of course. Um But before we get into all of that, we have to talk about our verse of the week. And if you've been missing out on the previous two episodes this week, Monday and Wednesday, our verse is Matthew 6, verses 31 through 33. And it says, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. And again, that's Matthew 6, 31 through 33. So this is a verse that should be pretty familiar with us, not just if you've been listening to this show this whole week, but also in general. I mean, 
this is right up there as uh, everything that Christ said is vitally important, but this is one of the very actionable things that we need to remember uh, and not lose sight of. Um, Christ is telling us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all of these other things, what do we eat, what do we drink, what do we wear, all these other things will be added to us after we seek first the kingdom of God. So we talked a lot more about what this means and what some of the implications are on Monday and Wednesday. So if you missed those, go back and check them out. But some of the most important things to remember are that we shouldn't, first of all, this is a reminder to not fall into idolatry. This is a reminder that the commandments that we've been doing our series on the 10 commandments every couple of weeks, that when we're told to not have any other gods before him, before God, this is right up there with that. If we're not seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then we're committing idolatry. And as we discussed on Wednesday, we can do that covenantally as well by not participating in the sacraments properly. So there are a lot of different things and we need to understand all of those. So there's more that could be said and there was more that was said in our Wednesday and Monday episodes. So check those out if you missed them. But with all that said, let's move into our discussion topic for this week, which is community versus socialism. And since I did a lot of blabbing on Monday and Wednesday, Jacob has graciously offered himself to kind of just kind of go through the whole thing. And he's going to be the blabber today. So you can uh, or maybe, you, you know, or that. maybe I just forgot Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> I just thought that this was the only thing this week. <laughs> right, right. Which is not we, necessarily true, but it, it felt like that because this <laughs> is where I put a lot of my time and effort. Well, <laughs> clearly this was something that intrigued you and you were really interested in. So I'm very yeah. much excited to hear your thoughts on community versus socialism. So um, take it away. And then I've got some uh, stuff I want to talk about when we talk about communism in the early church. So whenever that fits in, I'll just, I'll jump in there. So go for it. So um, first, starting out, let's, let's define our terms. And uh, I have a definition for both of these. The first one being socialism. Uh, and I'm just using the Google definition of this word, uh, which is any of very, any of various uh, theories or systems of social organization in which the means of producing and distributing goods is owned collectively or, or by a centralized government that often plans and controls the economy. Hmm. Again, not much more. I'm going to talk about that. But moving on to the definition of community, which I tweaked and changed a little bit to fit a little bit more what I think Bruce and I are trying to go for and what we're, what we think this would m more mean. Yeah. Of course, you know, I'm still using the Google definition. I just changed it around a little bit. Um, but because I think there's two different aspects to it when we, when we think of community. Uh, the first being community as a group of people in a physical location. For example, the church community, right? That's in like a... And when I say church community, I mean the church itself in that community. The of visible church. In that, right, exactly. Um, but second uh, is the much larger group of people bound by beliefs and ideas. Mm. Uh, a good example of this being when someone refers to the scientific community 
if someone says the scientific community, they're obviously meaning not just a, a group or a community of scientists that live in some urban area. No, they're talking about all of the scientific community as in this group of people who believe this such thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but going on, right, in, in that order, talking, let's talk about socialism real quick. Um, to which I have a heading that says, Who's Almighty, Government or God? Um, and this, and I start out by a quote by Albert Muller, which says, Scripture affirms the dignity of work, Ephesians 4.28, and the fact that those who refuse to work should not eat, 2 Thessalonians 3.10. The Bible clearly affirms private property, Exodus 22.7, and condemns theft, Exodus 20.15, and covetousness, Exodus 20.17. Saving, Proverbs 13.22, Thrift, Proverbs 21.20, Land Ownership, Acts 4.34-33, so, sorry, through 37, and Investment, Matthew 25.27, are all honored in Scripture, and the Bible teaches that the laborer is worthy of his wages, Luke 10.7. Socialism contradicts or subverts every one of these principles. And again, this is Dr. Albert Moeller. Um, so when socialism denies these principles, it is in direct opposition to God and therefore trying to become God by telling people a different way to be good. Right? It's saying, give up, give up your wealth. This is, this is how you be good. Um, and mm. to which, you know, I came up with, uh, and, and I think, hold on, here's, here's, um, how I basically described it and how I, how I want to bring this to you. The socialist movement is pushing a religious conviction to steal from the hardworking rich to give to the lazy bedwarming poor. <laughs> now that derives meaning from Micah 2.1 through Micah 4.13, right? Wow. So all there. the way to 4.13, um, which it's talking about that the lazy person, right, wants your wealth, but he wants to do it whilst laying in, in his bed, hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but again, if you need more proof on that socialism is not the biblical way, See Proverbs thirteen four, Leviticus twenty five thirty five through thirty eight, and Proverbs twenty eight nineteen through twenty seven. Again, a lot of verses in this section here, and there are a ton more to come. But another good resource to consider when looking at socialism and if it's biblical or not, uh, look at Created for Work by Bob Schultz. Hmm. That's a good book to look into. But moving on to community, right, and we are to have communities, right, not socialism, but communities as a biblical, as the Bible describes. Uh, and, and we see this firstly in Matthew 18.20. We find that Christ says where a group of believers are gathered in his name, Christ will be there. 
This, I believe, speaks to the fact that we should be grouped together as believers. Yes. Right? The, the group, the community, is a community of believers. Mm. Not to mention um, the verse that says, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves. You know, like... Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're commanded exactly. to get together as a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, we find in 1 John 1, 7, uh, which says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Right? When we walk with Christ in righteousness, we walk with other Christians who are also striving for the same Christ-likeness. Mm, yeah. Just by us walking um, and doing what Christ says, we will be a community with other believers. Because they are trying to do the same thing. Yep. Um, but, so, we see that community should be enacted. We should have biblical communities. But what is a biblical community supposed to look like? Um, first of all, I have multiple, three different points on this. And hopefully I can get through them. I think I should be able to get through all three before time runs out. But, first one is they help the individual, right? First uh, Corinthians uh, ten twenty four says, "Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor." Hmm. End quote. The members of a community are meant to help those around them in multiple different ways. Yes. Right? Oh, and really quickly to tie that into, you know, what we discussed with self reliance last week the members of that community can't do that, what they're called to do, help others, if they're not self-reliant. Like, right. I, And as we described self-reliance last week, it's being in a solid foundation to work for the kingdom of God. Huge part of that working for the kingdom of God, huh, which plays into our verse this week, is being able to help other people in that way mm-hmm. and having that solid foundation. You're reliant in that way so that you can help other people in the way that Jake just described. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Proverbs uh, 28.8 goes on and says, Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. End mm. quote. Um, this help, right, this help, as we talked about in first, as talked about in First Corinthians, is to those who are poor and need the help if they are unable to sustain themselves. They have no need for help if, sorry, if they are able to sustain themselves, <laughs> they have no need for the help of the other members, right? So this is this is the cause for self-reliance. We don't want the entire community to need help. Yes. We need people who are able to sustain themselves, oh, you who know, are able to be self-reliant, yeah. right? So that they can help the people who aren't able to sustain, sustain yes. themselves. And you bring up a really good point with that, actually, which is that the goal should not be for you to remain in in that state where you constantly right. need help. The right. goal is for you to become another person who's self-reliant in the yeah. community and is Think working it, for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think of it as, as you're, you're helping someone out of a hole. 
You're not yeah. helping them to constantly lift them right. out of the hole, push them back in, lift them yeah. out of the hole, push them back in, <laughs> lift them out of the hole, push them back in. Right. That's not – we're not perpetuating a uh, cycle here. Yep. We're trying to lift them out of the hole so then they can go on to the next hole and lift somebody else out. Yep. Yep. Um, we – again, another verse. We go to Leviticus 25, 35 through 38. Which I mentioned when I was talking about socialism as a bad thing. But this verse shows both. It shows community is is a good thing, but socialism is a bad thing. Um, In this verse, uh, we find it, it says, If your brother becomes poor and cannot maintain himself with you, you shall support him as though he were a stranger and a sojourner, and he shall live with you, Take no interest from him or profit, but fear your God that your brother may live beside you. You shall not lend him your money at interest, nor give him your food for profit. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. Right? In this Mm. entire section here, I'm talking about the help, right? Helping. And the help we see in this passage is more than just financial monetary help. It is giving the person a place to live and other things they might need. Mm. You don't need to give them money to help them. Uh, The person who, and as an example, the person who might need help might be lazy. So giving them money would just perpetuate the problem. But if you helped them by giving them lodging while you urged them to find a job, well, then you have helped them in a far greater way. Yeah. Right? So you don't want to just be handing them money, hoping that they'll finally make the right decision when they, when pragmatically they haven't. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good point. And can I really quickly, in like 30 seconds or less, just reassert the spectrum that we're talking about. Cause I just realized we didn't assert that at the beginning of this episode. We talked about it last week, but if people missed last week or it's been a week, you know, people probably might've forgotten, mm-hmm. but what we're talking about is a spectrum that on one end is isolationism. And on the other end is socialism or communism. And those two are kind of synonymous in a lot of ways. Right. And when Jacob gave the, definition for socialism on this end of the spectrum it was basically boiled down to civil government compulsory uh donations you are forced to give the civil government money and then the civil government dishes it out to different people and handles allocation and all of that kind of stuff they become god small g they pretend to try to be god and fill the vacuum where the community is lacking. They try to take care of the needs of the people because A, the people didn't put as much of a responsibility on being self-reliant, so they're in rough shape. And B, because they did that, they didn't put themselves in a position where they could help others. So now the civil government is doing that. And that is what we're talking about with socialism. And so all of these things, we we don't want to live on the fringes. One, where we live near no one else, we're completely self-reliant, 
but we're not participating with any other human beings. We're not helping them at all. We're not growing the kingdom whatsoever. We're just waiting out our days until Jesus comes back, which is a complete, it's a heresy to try and do that. And on the other side of the spectrum, we dish everything out to the civil government. We don't take any responsibility for ourselves. And we're in this community and we're kind of just trapped now, right? Neither of those are good. So now we're talking about community and everything Jacob's just described up until this point is once you're self-reliant, you can now participate in a Christian community the way that Jacob is describing now to be able to help other people the way we're commanded to do. Jake just listed, I don't even know how many verses talking about how we are commanded to help others. And we can't do that unless we're self-reliant and we understand where that fits in the spectrum. So. And, and keep in mind, you're still a part of the community, even if you're not self-reliant yet. But yeah. the other members of the community should be helping you up. Yes. Right, so that you can then help someone else. Right? It's all ways to help someone else with going through what they're going through. Yep. And, and that brings me to Galatians 6, 2, which says, bear one, another bur- bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Um. Lastly, right, we're, we're talking about different ways this help can be um, realized. Um, lastly, this help is realized in spiritual uplifting. We are to take one another's burdens and help them through rough times, right? Helping them build them up in, again, spiritual uplifting, right? Moving on to my second um point uh, <laughs> that was point for, one yeah that was just point one uh a community is meant for the strengthening of other believers um again multiple verses which show this first one being colossians three thirteen, which says bearing with one another and if one has a complaint against another forgive each other as the lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive right end quote the community is to be able to is to be able to stay strong and hold firm together, not be broken up over every petty argument. Mm. Right. So it is should be a strong community that we forgive one another. Any of those who have hurt us, we ask for forgiveness. They forgive us. We have then become a stronger community because of that. Yep. Um, and now moving on to Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, which says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. In a community, everyone is sharpening each other, right? We are strengthening each other, building each other up. Um, and then also Romans 12, 5 through 6. We are one body in Christ, having gifts that differ. Let us use them. Um, wow, this is great. Skill. All these verses. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's unmore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on this section. This is the last one in this section. But it's talking about we each have our own skills. And each one has a use. As, and this passage urges us to find what our skills are and use them for the betterment of others. As we were talking about in the last episode, not last episode, but the last 
Friday episode <laughs> talking about the subject of self-reliance and isolationism. We talked about these different skills, and this verse is specifically talking to that um, aspect, that we have these different skills, we have to use them for the betterment of the community, um, that we trade with each other these different skills. Like we were talking about, if you have a bunch of cows and you can raise cattle, your skill is to raise animals and help um, uh, plant vegetables and stuff like that. And you can <laughs> make uh, plants grow, which I personally, I can't. <laughs> um, but uh, then another person, but you don't know how to butcher those animals. But another person, he knows how to butcher but he doesn't have enough land to uh, raise cattle and grow uh, crops. Mm. So you give him a, a cow so he can eat and have food, but then he butchers all of your other cows so you have food to eat, and you can then dispense it to all the other people in the community. Yes. So we work with each other in this aspect. But lastly, my, my final point, uh, the community should be like-minded. I think this is one of the most important points, and I've kind of hinted at it the entire time, but I think it's more in-depth than we realize. First, I want to bring up the fact that we should take this as being like-minded in the fact that we are all working together being Christ-like, right? However, right, that means we have to all agree on the end goal. Mm. Yeah. What is the end goal? First uh, Corinthians one ten says, "I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of your our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree that there be no divisions among you, but that you may be united in the same mind and the same judgment." The community should have this same. Um, sorry, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> the community should have the same mind and the same judgment. The community is not built upon strife among believers who disagree with each other over fundamental issues. Yes. If the members, and, and this is talking about more specifically what I would consider a fundamental issue, is if the members in the community do not have an optimistic view of the future, then they will be a burden on that community and yep. bring others down with them. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, last, we've got about four minutes left, but if you do last a, verse. Oh, cool. All really right. Quick. Um, first Corinthians 12 verse 25 through 27, which says that there be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one mm. member is honored, all rejoice together. Yes. Again. Another text showing the need for a togetherness of mind. We should all may have the same care for one another. The same. And it's saying that we are together. They are connected. If one member suffers, they all suffer. If one member is honored, they all are honored. Yeah. So it's a togetherness. And especially in mind, as we saw in the last verse. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's really well laid out. Um, and I think I, I did a lot of research on 
um, more along the lines of debunking some of the uh, following Gary DeMar's work and debunking some of the myths that communism is something the Bible says is okay and condones largely because of misinterpreting large portions of the book of Acts. Um, but I won't, I don't have time to get into any of those. So I will just say that that's there and maybe a future discussion topic episode, we can delve more into that. But I thought that that was really good. And it really sets up the difference between um, socialism and community. Like one of the biggest things that you just talked about was that one is compulsory, which means it's forced. You're, you're compulsed to do it usually by the, the barrel of a gun. Uh, get, you know, give us your money or you're going to jail, <laughs> you know, or as Biden says, we'll bomb you with F-15s. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so there's that. Uh, that's one. The other is we do it because Christ has told us to do it. It's a spiritual attitude, a heart change that we care about the people around us. We love our neighbors as ourselves. And so because of that, we want to help them. We want to provide for them. We have followed the word of God in the area of our family, and we're now self-reliant. So we've gotten step one done. We're on our feet. We're doing what God has commanded. We're not in debt. We're not paying for car payments. We're almost paid off with our house. You know, we're doing these things so that now we can go and work for the kingdom of God. We can work for this community that Jacob has been talking about this whole time and foster that spirit of... um community, helping other people, working with them. Um, and that is the exact opposite of socialism because the civil government at that point doesn't have to get involved because the community is taking care of itself. It's self-regulating. So the civil government can do what it was always designed to do, which is to be the justice division of society and take on a limited, limited role of defense. That's what they were designed to do Justice division, limited defense. And so when they don't have to worry about the community, they can do just that. All right. Well, dude, great breakdown. Thanks so much for taking this episode and putting all that research into it. All those great verses. Um, anything you'd like to add to, to wrap up? I just know that when it comes popping up, my my face won't be up there much. It'll just all be all those verses. <laughs> the verses, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's a great reminder, too. If you're listening to us but you haven't watched us yet, you should you should watch us on Rumble. trdshow.net is the show website, and you can find a link to our Rumble page. And you should check this episode out, check out this episode on Rumble, um, and you'll actually see those verses up on screen and all that kind of stuff. So Cool. Well, that's awesome, Jake. Thanks so much. So, yes, I just mentioned our show website. Also, send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. Sign up for our newsletter, trdshow.net slash newsletter. Sign up for the conference we're going to be at in Knoxville, Tennessee, the uh, Fight Left East conference. It's going to be super cool, flfnetwork.com slash Knoxville 2022. Thank you all so, so much for watching. Looking forward to seeing you again on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. And remember, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. <laughs>